Welcome to Kingdom Living Ministries, where our vision is knowing God, loving people, and making disciples. We trust this week's message will be a blessing to your life. Enjoy the teaching ministry of KLM. Praise God. And we're going to share something real brief before you. We're going to talk about Christmas to remember. A Christmas to remember. Um, this is a wonderful time of the year. This is my, one of my favorite times of the year is Christmas. Christmas is a time where people give and, and there's, um, you know, there's not a lot of mean spirits manifesting during this time. We thank God for that. Amen. Um, and as a Christian, as Minister Argel said, Christmas is really, I'm paraphrasing her, um, don't quote me. <laughs> um, Christmas is really, a, we celebrate Christmas every day as Christians. Mm-hmm. Amen. We celebrate his birth. Christmas, Christ is not Jesus' last name, but Christ simply means the anointed one, the Messiah. And, and, and as we think about Christmas, 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 mass saying celebration, the anointed celebration. We're celebrating the anointed one. We're celebrating his birth, his first arrival on the earth. This is reasons, this is a reason, this is enough reason for us to celebrate every day and honor the birth of our Savior, God becoming a man, God born as a man, God coming into this earth as a man. And and Christ, the, the anointed one, when we say Christ Jesus or Jesus Christ, we're saying Jesus, the anointed one, Jesus, the Messiah, Jesus, the yoke destroying, burden removing, power of God, Jesus, the wisdom of God. So why is the birth of God, of Christ so important? It reveals the sovereignty of God. As we think about the God choosing Mary to bring forth his son into the earth. Um, there's a, I, I, I just found this out the last couple of days that there's great controversial over the song, Mary, did you know? And I just, I just couldn't understand why people were upset about it. But really, did Mary really understand um, who, he, who she was raising? You know, I don't think she did. I, I mean, she had the prophetic word from the angel that, you know, that God was raising, you know, going to chose her. And then she was bringing forth the son of God. But she didn't understand. what, And that's what that song is really about. I mean, I just like whatever. I just found that out a couple days ago. And I'm like, they are just bugging. Uh, but but we God chose Mary, a teenage teenager girl to bring forth the son of God. Um, God broke all the rules when he sent Jesus into the world. He just destroyed all the rules. The, the, the people of God at that time were expecting a physical king to come and rule over the earth. But they didn't expect him to come to a, 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 a verge, through a version. I mean, even though they had Isaiah, they didn't understand it. And, and, and as we think about it, let's go to Isaiah chapter 9. Isaiah chapter 9. I'm talking about a Christmas to remember. Wonderful time of the year. I, I, I believe that we should give in, in um, Isaiah chapter 9. We should give and we should sow and we should, I mean, it, it, it does something to us. And it reminds us of God giving us the greatest gift, which is his son. Um, I recently was asked the question, what, are the, what is the most important verse in the Bible? I said, that's pretty hard. <laughs> what is the most important verse? verse in the Bible. I actually said, well, I actually don't believe there's one, but there's actually two. 
So I'm going to have you go to John chapter 3 real quick. And we'll go back to Isaiah 9. John chapter 3, I believe, is the greatest. If, I, if we can sum up the entire Bible, these two verses will reveal to us what the entire Bible is about. John chapter 3, let's look at this real quick. John chapter 3 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. I'm sorry, I'm reading out of ESV, but I'm quoting it from KJV. (laughs) For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. So God sent Jesus. This is the greatest two verses in the Bible, I believe, that kind of sums up everything about the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. I believe there's so much that I got socks to reveal that, John 3.16. I believe that so much. And sometimes you'll go to a football game. Y'all see my socks? Um, the football game, you'll see that the sign, John 3.16 or 3.16. There's so, we, we have to memorize this. We have to know this, but God, that is the greatest story. That's what the Bible is about. If I can sum up the Bible in two verses, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish. That word perish in the Greek means to be void and empty, to be without purpose. So God didn't, God sent Jesus to bring us purpose, to give us a sense of identity. Come on. He came to give us understanding. First John chapter five says, that the Son of God came into the world to give us understanding that we may know him who is true. So that is what Christmas is about. Christmas is about God sending his Son so that we can believe in him and receive eternal life. And according to John chapter, I'm preaching better than y'all saying, according to John chapter 17, verse 3, it says, and this is life eternal, that we may know thee, the only true God, and his Son, Jesus Christ. So God sent Jesus so that we can know him, so that we can be with him. He, he, as, as uh, I used to hate the song Reckless Love because I was like, reckless, how can God's love be reckless? But I realized what they were trying to say is it's reckless to our minds. It wrecks everything about it. It destroys sin. I mean, this love that is so powerful and that's so strong that sent, that God became a man in order for man to be in union with himself. God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world. He came that we may be saved through his son. So we need to preach salvation, the Christmas to remember that God was preaching peace to the world, peace and goodwill to all men. For anyone to come, whosoever will come, let him come. And in no wise will I cast away. So anybody can come to God just as a matter of moments and a decision to say, I turn away from sin and I, re- I give my life back to Jesus and I receive that love and I give that love back to him. And therefore, I can love myself healthily. I can love myself rightly, I should say, and I can love my neighbor, my neighbors as myself. And so at Christmas to remember, we look at Genesis chapter three, verse 15, how God promised through the. The, um, the prophetic word says, and the seed of the woman shall bruise the head of the serpent, and the serpent shall bruise his heel. Mm-hmm. This is the first prophetic 
um, prophecy of Jesus coming, Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, that God was going to bruise the head of the serpent, the serpent who rebelled against God back in, in, in days of old, that he took one-third of the angels and got them to rebel against the throne of God, who wanted to be like the Most High. And God spoke and says, the son, the seed of the woman will crush your head. And so when Jesus came to the earth, lived a perfect life, died a vicarious death, and was raised a glorious resurrection, he broke and broke the power and stumped and bruised the head of Satan. Even as David cut the head of Goliath, Jesus cut the head of Satan. He removed the sting of death. He, you know, Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, he says, death, where is your sting? Yeah. <laughs> he removed the sting of death, took away its power, its ability to rule and reign over humanity. Through one man, sin reigned into the world. And through one man's obedience, righteousness reigns. Amen. He came that we may be with him. He came that we may live like he lived. We came that we may reign in the new heavens, in the new earth. Come on. Amen. 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 Something that we need to ponder over um, as we think about the, the Lord coming, the angel proclaimed the purpose of Christ. In Matthew chapter 1, let's go there real quick. Matthew chapter 1, a Christmas to remember. A Christmas to remember. Matthew chapter 1. And let's look at verses 18 through 25. Matthew chapter 1, verse 18 through 25. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband, being a just man, Joseph being a just man, unwilling to put her ashamed, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And all this took place to fulfill what, what, the, what the Lord has spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive a conceive and bear a son, and they should call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. Amen. And when Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took, him, took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. So we see from the scripture how, how the Lord through an angel spoke to Joseph about Mary and the mission. Mary, did you know? <laughs> um, that, that Jesus was to come forth and that he was going to be, he was going to save his people from their sins. What a glorious revelation. Amen. Jesus Amen. came to save us from our sins. Yeah. How many know first you need to understand that you need to be saved from your sins? Amen. And you got to acknowledge that you are a sinner and you are an enemy of God and that you need the Savior. See, what you know, coming to Jesus is not about making, having money. Coming to Jesus is not about having a better, making a, Jesus does not want to make a better version of yourself. Contrary to popular belief. <laughs> he wants to make a new creation out of you. 
something that never existed. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 says, If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are new. So Christians don't need to pray, Lord, make me over again. No, you've been made brand new. Something that never existed before. For, for the Bible says, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works. For we are his workmanship, created, created, created in Christ Jesus unto good works. So he created something brand new, something never existed before, something that is not, that's not stained with sin. Amen. He made us born again, born from up above, born from born anew. We're something that's never existed before. See, you were born the first time, but when Jesus came and saved you, you became born again. Amen. So that's what Jesus came to do. He came, yes, thank God for prosperity. Thank God for the healing of your body. Thank God for the peace of your mind. But the greatest, the greatest gift is that the fact that your sins are forgiven and you're brand new. Amen? Amen. It's not enough. It's, see, you may go through this life through hell, but with Jesus, you got victory. Amen? Jesus made us the victors. He won the victory and gave us the keys to the victory and gave us the keys to the kingdom so that we can rule and reign in life. We don't have to sit back and allow sin to rule over us. We can resist it. We can bind the devil and resist fear. Amen. And fulfill the God-given destiny. Amen. Amen. A Christmas to remember. Remembering the anointed one. Remembering that the fact that my sins are forgiven. Recently, I just talked to a friend of mine. He, um, he made some mistakes. I don't know what he did. I didn't ask. I said, don't you understand that the gospel and the blood is enough? That when you forgive, you ask God to forgive you, God separates you from your sins as far as the east and from, from the west. And I said that the fact that you keep remembering what you did after you ask God to forgive you, you saying the blood is not enough. So when you remember your sins over and over and over again after you confess them, you're saying Jesus' blood is not enough. <laughs> so don't remember your sins no more. You may have to deal with the consequences of your actions. Now, you kill somebody, you may be in prison for a little bit. <laughs> but, it, but, but, but your sins is not remember anymore. Amen. Come on. Amen. 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 That's what Christmas to remember. When we remember his birth, we remember the creator invading his world. Come on. He invaded his world. He says, I'm coming into my, I created this. Let me step into it because they need my assistance. They need my help. They need a sacrifice. They need someone to atone for their sins and their transgressions. Glory to God. Amen. The first Adam came the normal way, but, but was personally created by tri the triune God. Jesus is called the second Adam. He came to undo what the first Adam did through disobedience. What Satan was able to accomplish in the first Adam, God accomplished far more in the second and last Adam. Amen. Amen. Christ came to die, to sin once, to destroy its power over us. We're no longer under sin. Stop using sin as an excuse. We are, we are called to do the will of God. Stop saying you are just merely a human. Start declaring that you're more than conquerors than Christ. Start living out your faith. You want to give Jesus the best Christmas gift? 
then make a new commitment to do the will of the Father. Do what the Bible says and, and live in a state of love. Live like you know better. Come on. Live like you know the Creator. Live in His purpose. Live on purpose. Live on mission. Live in light of eternity. Live like your life is got about to be gone tomorrow. You got one life, one chance to do it right. So live like Christmas is alive every day. Live like Christmas is a reality. A Christmas to remember. Live like the Son of God actually came <laughs> and invaded this world. Come on, let's proclaim and teach and preach and live out this reality that Jesus came to save the world from the sins of from their sins. Amen. No longer is God holding that which they've done against them, but he counted it all as dung when he sent Jesus. Amen. Let me end with this scripture. Amen. Why did Jesus come? And why was his virgin birth so important? To save us from our sins, to give his life as a ransom for many. Um, as we think about it, it was necessary for, for him to become flesh because a priest is a mediator between God and man. His work is to bring sacrifice to God on the behalf of men. Jesus' sacrifice fulfilled all the required sacrifices. It was the sacrifices of his perfect flesh. Amen. My last scripture, 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. And let's look at verse 18. All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ Jesus, or in Christ, God was reconciling the world. Verse 19, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them. And trusting to us the message of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ. God making his appeal through us. We implore you on the behalf of Christ. Be reconciled to God. For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin. That, that in him we may become the righteousness of God. So everyone, every Christian has a ministry. It's called the ministry of reconciliation. Everything about your calling and your dream and your purpose is based on the ministry of reconciliation. We are to reconcile, proclaiming the message that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. We got work to do, a Christmas to remember. Let us share this gospel, the good news, that you are a sinner and you need the Savior. If I have an opportunity to talk to Dr. Will, Brother Will Smith and I talk to him, I want to let him know you, you, know, you are a sinner and you're far from God. Unless you repent and you place your faith in Christ, you'll live an a, a endless eternity without God in a place called the lake of fire. So today, turn from your sins and renounce your entanglement with sin and Austin and whoever and come to Christ. Amen. That's what we got to preach. That's what the good news is. It's not just the good news of God's going to make you life better. No, because you may come to him and find yourself in, 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 in um, persecution and in prison like the, the missionaries that just got released from Haiti. Uh, you may find yourself in, a, in an uncomfortable situation. Getting saved doesn't make your life comfortable. It actually does the opposite. It actually makes you uncomfortable. 
And the more you follow Christ and the more you become like Christ, the more you are open for the targets of the enemy to become uncomfortable. God will pull you out of your comfort zone and make you into a place, put you in a place where you have to live out what you believe. Just because you're going through something doesn't mean you're not saved. Welcome to Faith 101. Amen. 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 God did not come, Jesus did not come to have, so that we could have a, a trial-free life. When you got Jesus, you got more trials. You, you actually enter into a war zone when Jesus came and saved your life. Now you are open target. You know, when I gave, got saved, everything went wrong. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Christianity 101. You have entered into the soldier, the army of the Lord. Amen? Amen. Amen. A Christmas to remember. God has been declaring a war on Satan from Genesis. He says the seed of the woman will bruise your head. And he, join, he calls us to join him in this war against Satan. Amen. That's all I got for you today. Amen. 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 <laughs> Praise God. Listen, if you're here today, Every eye open, every head up. If you're here today, you don't know Jesus and the part of your sin. There's a heaven to gain and a hell to shine. Today is your day of salvation. Do not wait another moment. Do not enter into 2022 without knowing Jesus as your Savior and as your Lord. I want you to be brave enough and bold enough. Says Pastor Dwayne, I'm not saved. I am a sinner and I need Jesus. I want to give my life to Jesus. Is there one here? I want you to raise your hand and say, that's me. I want to make Jesus the Lord of my life. I want to receive and be reconciled to God the Father through the precious blood of Jesus. Is there one? Is there one? He said, Pastor Dwayne, I've prayed the prayer, but I haven't been living right. <laughs> I've been living as if I didn't know him. I want, to be, I want you to be bold and brave enough to say, Pastor Dwayne, I want to rededicate and recommit myself to Christ. Is there one here who would like to say, I want to give my life back to him. I want to renew my mind, and I want to renew my faith, and I want to renew my love for Jesus. Today's the day for you to do that. Is there one? I want you to be bold and brave enough to raise your hand. People are dying left and right. And today, we need to make sure that we're at peace with God. Tomorrow is not promise, but there is hope for your tomorrow if you give your life to Jesus. So is there one now? Today is the day. Allow the Spirit of God to convict you. Allow the Spirit of God to give you the gift of repentance. Today, I call upon you, and I, and I beg of you to come and be reconciled to God the Father. It doesn't matter if you're two. It doesn't matter if you're 18. Today is the day. If you're bold and brave enough, raise your hand and say, that's me. I want to come and give my life to Jesus. Come on. That concludes this week's message, and thank you very much for listening. For more information about Kingdom Living Ministries, please call us at 732-324-2200 or visit our website at kingdomlivingnj.org. Also, you can write to us by mail at P.O. Box 519, Grand Cocos, New Jersey, 08073. And lastly, if you would like to partner with this ministry through your prayers or financial support, contact us via email at partners at kingdomlivingnj.org. Our prayer is that this message has encouraged you to live out the kingdom of God daily in your life by your obedience to His Word. God bless you.